Hello, my fuzzy lumpkins. This is your mofo Jojo, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his nicotine patches podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. It's the May 17th show. Today's story is all about the inconvenience of babies. If your baby inconveniently won't stop doing the hanky-panky, you can... Ah, jeez, I can't make this title make sense in any context. You can dilate M from maternity? Dilate M from maternity! By Matthew Sanborn Smith. Frank Vanderhoek was in a bit of a bind. He needed to call for help, but it wasn't an emergency. He was told that the phone numbers of the authorities would be posted by the appropriate telephones. His problem was that the only phone he could get to wasn't appropriate at all. Its dick was hanging out. It was kind of ironic. If any phone made him want to contact the authorities, it was this one. Then again, even if the numbers were posted here, Frank had to admit he probably wouldn't want to use this particular phone to make such a call. The last thing he wanted was to get something, you know, in his ear. He didn't care if his great-grandmother Famke was giving birth. His call would have to wait. Sure, to the outsider, such an event would seem like an emergency, but great-grandma took her time about things. Yes, she was dilated three centimeters already. He knew because his favorite brand of frozen fish stick was ten centimeters long, and she was about 30% of the way to theoretically giving birth to a fish stick coming out in its worst possible orientation. But at the rate great-grand's body did things, it would be another week before he could call himself a proud great-nephew. Frank's nerves were just jangled because of her one scream. He couldn't shake his nervousness, even knowing now that she'd only screamed because the fish stick had been so cold. He'd apologized and tried to get her to understand it was the last fish stick in the building, and anyway, better frozen than piping hot, am I right? All this fish stick talk was making him hungry. He threw it in the microwave while he tried to figure his way around that creepy phone. That great-grand Famke was slow as hell was a good thing. That she hadn't left work because her relief hadn't shown up was a bad thing, especially since her job was to do demonstrations at a trampoline store called The Lady Needs a tramp. She refused to leave, citing her sense of responsibility to her employer between double backflips. For the 17th time, Frank explained that the company had gone bankrupt and closed its doors weeks ago after a child had gotten hurt using one of their products. It seemed the boy, Jackie Fitzgerald, was playing a game of five-card stud with his trampoline and bleeding the poor thing dry, because it was, after all, only a trampoline, when the trampoline got angry and stabbed Jackie. Oh, don't get all upset at me, it was just a trampoline stabbing, which meant the pokey end of one of its springs plucked out his right eyeball. The kid was otherwise alright, and in fact, the little poker wizard took pride in the fact and changed his name to One-Eyed Jackie. At the end of Frank's retelling of this deadly doll story, he realized there were now two bodies bouncing around on the demo trampoline and they were connected by a long and very curly umbilical cord. Frank swept the fresh from the Dutch oven baby into his arms and out of the way of Famke's falling form. The newborn girl, he realized, looked disturbingly like a phone. He poked the baby in the face where her numbers were and called 911. If this story phoned your home, you can fish it out and other rubber boots at the website of the not-so-tight BeWareTheHairyMango.com. Bark treeingly in the comments for this post or crappily email me and your message might not even reach me at Matthew at BeWareTheHairyMango.com or behave in an entirely appropriate manner in your nearest construction site's porta potty at BeWareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Whenever we had our hot dogs out, the SF and SF signal used to stand for senior foxes, the old dogs who were always turning new tricks, but instead of a bedroom, always wanted to do it in the den. Some of you out there still aren't sure if I'm 
I'm talking about canines, humans, or Jack Warden. And neither am I. God, I want to fuck Jack Warden. Some say the world will end in fire. Some say in tweets to twitter.com slash upwithgravity. I shudder to think what series of events could possibly bring about that second type of Armageddon. Still better than fire, though. I hope. Send in your words of mango wisdom by typing or by sound thingy, and we'll see if we can't get them on the last mango waltz, also known as episode 334. If you don't have anything to say, I don't blame you. I'm about talked out myself. Donate whatever feels good through the donate button on the homepage. If only there was some of your money in my pocket instead of this stupid rocket. This podcast cooks short orderingly on a fat bubbling griddle full of homely fries made from unattractive potatoes, golden eggs served money side up, French resistance toast, the great god pancakes, unskinny pop tarts, 350 degrees of Kevin Bacon, biscuits and gravy train, freshly squeezed orange juice, which probably shouldn't be on a griddle now that I think of it. But then again, neither should this Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share like 4.0 international license. Until Manchester divided, this was the subsonic overtones of Matthew Sanborn Smith reminding you no one at your local drugstore ever mentions what happened to vitamin F. Good night. <laughs>